There's a handful of things in life that I know that I'm good at. Running a successful podcast, for one, a website, photography, menu consulting, etc. But one of the things where I need help is my gardening, specifically culinary gardening. It's one thing to have a nice succulent or a pretty plant to look at, but there's nothing like growing your own food, herbs, and more. That's why I turn to my friend and friend of the Best Seeds podcast, Ashley Irene of Heirloom Potage, for all things culinary gardening. She's an expert through and through who's worked with some of the best chefs and restaurants here in Orange County. Just see the work that she did up at the amazing Poppy and Seed in Anaheim, or some of the work she's doing with chefs like Zach Scher over at the Bellow Chef's Table. She's talented, witty, incredibly smart, and a consummate professional through and through. Whether you're running a restaurant program, a craft cocktail program, or you just want to start growing some great food at home, she has everything you need and more. So to get more information, set up a consultation, or just to see some of the things that she's done in the past, check out heirloompotage.com for more information. I cannot recommend her services enough. Regardless of the fact that she's a supporter of the show, I still use her services even outside of the best seats. A consummate professional through and through, I cannot recommend Heirloom Potage enough for all things culinary gardening. Once again, that's heirloompotage.com. This episode of the Best Seats Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. To learn how you can support the show, go to thebestseats.com slash Patreon. Once there, you'll learn how you can get early access to shows, ad-free listening, the ability to submit questions, comments, concerns, and more. Once again, that's thebestseats.com slash Patreon. But enough of that. On to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first ever episode 130 of the Best Seats Podcast, the only podcast bringing you interviews with some of the most talented people in and around the hospitality community from right here in Orange County to the rest of Southern California and beyond each and every episode. As always, I'm your host, Crawford McCarthy, founder and principal of The Best Seats. Thank you to my friend, Allie Coyle, who provides the music for the show. You can find more of her work at AllieCoyleMusic.com. As a reminder, if you enjoy the show and you're listening on free feeds, whether that's Spotify, Apple, wherever that may be, please go ahead and consider leaving a rating or a review, sharing it on social media, etc. It helps the show find new audiences as well, um, especially if you're local in Orange County. If you got friends that are into dining out at all, feel free to share it around. Again, got to play the game with the algorithm these days, so every little bit of that helps. Don't forget that you can find more content just like this over on thebestseats.com. You can find the blog, you can find access to merchandise, etc., but the very best experience is only found by supporting at a monthly amount that makes the most sense to you over on patreon.com forward slash the best seats where so many of you do you get uh, early ad free listening to each and every episode um, in perpetuity by the way so you can just go back and listen to older ones without ads or anything like that as well you get exclusive access to the bonus episode each and every time that we record that i want to say there's 50 uh, or i don't know there's a bunch of those now at this point 50 something i think i launched it 
earlier in the year, um, even though this is almost the end of the year, so there should be a fair amount of those at this point. You also get access to the additional show, which is going to have its first episode launching. I'm very happy. There's a trailer or a teaser episode up for it already, but the first official episode is launching in 2024. I know what you did last Sunday where we are rating, reading, rating, and reviewing. I flip that, scratch that, reverse it, wonka thing. Reading, rating, reading, reviewing, and rating. There we go. Your Sunday scary stories that you can submit either on Patreon or the best seats, etc. Um, this is a fun one. This is this is the last episode of the year. Um, 2024 is coming to a close. This is going to be the final one that we do. Um, I'm very excited by this. This is a big episode. Uh, why is this a big episode? Well, because this is the second annual Delhi Awards. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, what are the Delhi Awards? Well, if you go back to the very first episode of 2023, you will find out they are basically my awards, uh, my kind of best of. Uh, last year, I did a best of. The bonus episode, I did the worst of. Um, this one, we're mainly focusing on the best of. I don't know if I'm going to do a worst of for the bonus episode. Um, I know that I try to do a bonus episode for each and every episode for people on Patreon. Um, it's just an additional piece of content as a thank you for supporting um, at whatever amount you do. But I don't know. It just kind of feels like bad karma and bad juju kind of putting out a worst of type of list this year. So we're going to skip that. Um, last year was very concise. Again, I don't want to do this big, drawn out, massive awards thing. Award shows, as I said last year, are subjective. And while this is a community and I welcome feedback and interactions and anybody who's ever DM me on Instagram at the best seats or my new photography one at the best seats studios knows I try to get back to everybody. Um, I'm always down to answer any questions and give whatever advice I can about restaurants or what, where kind of great chefs are landing and things like that. Um, but when it comes to the delis, I wanted this to be a dictatorship. These, these are my picks. These are my best experiences. These are my picks for, let's see the, the winners last year and the awards last year were wine program and wine director of the year slash sommelier. And that was won by Ali Coyle, Fable and Spirit. Uh, best bar program that was won by the team at Vaca. Bartender that was Ingetan Tashaldashai over at uh, Olia. Um, best new restaurant was Boil and Bake. Uh, the chef of the year was Zach Scher. My best meal was also the chef's table at Bello. Um, that award is shifting. Um, that one is going to be changed to a best dish this year. And the best restaurant was Heritage. I have added several new awards for this year. The best food truck or pop-up, the best chef, uh, kind of chef's table or private dining experience, best brewery, best wine bar slash bottle shop, best dish, and best drink. Um, again, I don't want a massive amount, but I did want to give a little bit more kind of credit to some things. And I thought about it throughout the course of the year, and I kind of thought that those would work the best, if that kind of makes sense to everybody. So as we kind of dig into this, um, yeah, this is going to be a really, really fun one. So without further ado, I don't want to waste your time. Um, I don't want to be here all day kind of giving you the descriptions and my reasons why, et cetera, et cetera. Let's just jump right in to the second annual Delhi Awards. All right, all right, all right. I know, I know, I know. You're going to be hearing that soundbite a lot. I do apologize, but come on, it's a celebration. All right, um, again, if you listen to the first one, if you've gone back to listen to the first one, if this is your first time with it, obviously, I try to give a little bit of a background on why I chose the people that I did to win each of these awards. Um, I'm not going to be as long winded with that this year, just out of respect for your time. So let's jump right into things. 
Up first for this year, we have the best food truck and or pop-up. Um, there's a lot of great ones out there. There's a lot of really, really awesome experiences that people can have. There's a lot of killer food trucks, to be honest. Um, but the biggest pop-up uh, comes from one of last year's winners, and that is Zach Share, And that is his pop-up. My pick for the second annual Deli Awards for this year, the Deli Award for the best food truck or pop-up goes to Chrysalis. Now, 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 Chrysalis. What do we have going on here? Well, we have a chef that went from winning my pick personally for the best pop-up or the best uh, kind of chef's table experience last year. He's no longer at the restaurant he was at. He's working on his own project. That is a ways out. In the meantime, instead of just going to another restaurant and continuing to cook, he's really continuing to put his name out there and his brand. And what his brand is, is the food that he's putting out at his chrysalis pop-ups. Um, I've been fortunate enough to get tickets to go to one up at Everywhere Beer Co. And the food's out of this world. Um, you're going to be hearing more about chrysalis later in the show because they've won something else. Um, but yeah, for, for my money, it's just the best pop-up going on right now. It's just, it's not, it's not food in a regular way. He's not even doing pairings in a regular way. He's done stuff where he's doing beer dinners. He's done one up at Honey Pot Meadery. If you listen to that episode of the best seats podcast, um, he's working on some other stuff, but just through and through, it was kind of a no brainer when I thought about adding this category for the second annual awards this year, the best food truck and or pop-up it hands down had to go to chrysalis the best chef's table or private dining experience. This is one that I kind of played around with last year. Um, after my favorite kind of, so last year I had my favorite dining experience. Um, and I kind of wanted to split that off into two different things this year. So there's a new award, which is the best dish, which we'll get to later, but the best chef's table or private dining experience was kind of fueled by, um, a media event that I was fortunate enough to be invited to earlier in the year where a lot of private chefs were there and they were kind of, they're basically private chefs for hire where you can put on small dinner parties. But we also do have some really killer chefs tables here in Orange County. And I was fortunate enough to go to a couple of those at some various spots as well this year. So for the year of 2023, I think hands down, my pick for my favorite either chef's table or private dining experience goes to the team at Trust. What they're doing up there in Santa Ana or down there in Santa Ana or you know, over there in Santa Ana, depending on where you live, um, is nothing short of awesome. It is unapologetic. It is unrelenting. It is in your face. It is big flavor. Um, if you go back and listen to Chef Justin Werner's episode on the Best Seats podcast, you will kind of hear he just has this nonstop energy. It's infectious. It trickles throughout the entire team. Their special dinners, their pasta nights, seafood nights. I mean, their, their steak dinner, which will just put you in a meat coma and in the dirt. I mean, there's nothing like it. Um, I'm a huge fan of what they do. I'm a huge fan of the team up there. It is no bullshit. It is, you're there to eat. You're there to have some drinks. You are there to laugh and you are then there to get out because they're going to do two of those a night and you got to hurry up because they about to hit the, the pedal to the metal one more time. If you have not experienced trust, please, please consider doing it because again, there is a reason that they are the winners for the 2023 Deli Award of the best chef's table or private to dining experience. I knew when I was picking out more categories for this year that I wanted to expand upon the drinks a little bit more. Um, last year, you may remember that again, and we'll get to these ones because there are returning awards for wine program, bar program, et cetera, um, as well as a new category of best drink. But I wanted to expand a little bit. Um, again, these are subjective. These are awards that I think are good. I think that this is a good reflection of kind of the industry in the area. And I do want to stress because I should have stressed this in the opening. This is just Orange County. Um, 
I thought about including San Diego and Los Angeles, but I think at that point, it's a slippery slope to becoming too big. So I wanted to keep the celebration here. Again, the best seats is based here in Orange County. The podcast is primarily based here in Orange County. This is really about celebrating what residents of Orange County have in their backyard. So expanding upon that into the drink stuff, well, what do we have a lot of in our backyard that I think is worth celebrating? And it gives a wide variety of places to choose from to give an award to. Well, that would be beer. I wanted to add a best brewery category this year. Um, we have so many talented brewers and just incredible, incredible beer at our fingertips that I think we really kind of take for granted sometime. But there was a group that this year really struck me as the best for a lot of reasons. And it's an unapologetic commitment to just making really great shit, keeping it relaxed, bringing in great food options, and a really a big celebration of community. And if you follow me on Instagram at all, you know what a fan I am of this team. So there's a very good reason why the winner of the Delhi Award for Best Brewery for 2023 is the team at Everywhere. A talented group of folks through and through. Um, like I said, again, when I was talking about Chrysalis as the pop-up, the pop-up that I went to for Chrysalis was actually hosted by Everywhere. And I've done beer pairings in the past. It's not really anything new. I've never done them to that degree and done them so thoughtfully where the beers were pairing with these wild dishes that were just perfectly matched. And it shouldn't make sense. And yet it did. But they're also just some of the nicest human beings you can meet. And if you want to swing through there and catch just one of their easy, like easy drinking beers, see what food truck is around that day. You see them out at a beer fest, always a smile on their faces, always having a great time. They just give off this perfect vibe of they give me FOMO when I'm not there and I see them doing something I have FOMO I feel like I'm missing out on it I want to be there I want to be there enjoying it I wish they were closer to me again I'm in South County they're up in like Anaheim Orange it's not that far away and I got to tell you anytime I have an excuse to get up up there I take it and you should too because again there's a reason that the winner of the Delhi Award for best brewery for this year is everywhere Beer is one thing, but what else does California do fantastically? We do wine. Now, I should mention that um, I didn't just want to go. Wine bars are tougher, right? Everywhere I picked for the brewery because they're making their own beers. We have a handful of winery wineries, technically, that are tasting rooms that are making their own wines, but it's not the same, right? Their, their farms are not here in Orange County for the most part. Like, we don't really have that difference. So I did differentiate a little bit when it came to wine. I invented an award that is best wine bar or bottle shop. Um, a lot of great bottle shops will do tastings. They'll kind of bring in people and do that. But it's also what wines are they curating? What wines do they have? And we do have some amazing little mom and pops here. We have some amazing ones that I love to give shout outs to. But when I think about wine, and there's some great groups that are making a lot of great strides here, nobody has been doing it better than the winner of the, the Delhi Award for 2023, High Times Wine Cellars. I could get lost in that downstairs wine library. I have had bottles from there that I have never experienced before. Everybody there could not be nicer, could not be more knowledgeable. I thought about giving this award to two other groups, um, but when you come down to it at the end of the day, I think, especially for the first year at the gate, for this being the second annual Delhi Awards and this being a new category for this year, you got to go tried and true. High Times is the go-to recommendation 
for anybody that gives a shit. And I really mean that. They're they're perfect. I mean, it's not just the holidays. You go there in there on a random Tuesday. You go in there anywhere. And they do tastings in store all the time. Really, really, really fun ones. You want to just come in for a bunch of Alsace whites? Perfect. We're going to do that. Oh, some Burgundians? Yeah, no problem. We're doing that one day too. I mean, it's just, it's wild. Everybody that works there knows what they're talking about probably more than almost anyone else I've ever met. And they all are really, really passionate about it. When you are looking for wine, when you are looking for wines that are outside the norm, whatever the occasion, whether you just want a bottle for dinner at home, whether you just need a bottle for some daytime fun, whether you got a bunch of people coming over for a holiday party, no one does it better than the Delhi Award winner for 2023 of Best Wine Bar and or Bottle Shop, High Times Wine Cellars. Now, before we get into the returning awards from last year's inaugural Delhi Awards, there's two more awards that I simply had to include. Um, like I said, last year I t had my best dining experience, which, okay, that's fair, but I thought about taking it even a step further. Um, so I wanted to come down to the best dish that I had this year. Um, I'm incredibly fortunate to have had a lot of great food this year. Um, full disclosure, especially if it was a media dinner or something like that, um, a fair amount of them I did not pay for. Um, I just feel that you need full transparency in that whenever it's kind of a media event. Obviously, tipping out staff is one thing, but um, you know, you're getting taken care of a lot of the time, which I'm incredibly fortunate and grateful for. I know not everybody is kind of in that same situation. So I understand that you can kind of take these with a grain of salt, as you can take all the awards with a grain of salt if you wish. But I do want to give shout outs where it's due. This was really tough. I looked back, um, I use Evernote for taking notes. Basically, I've got like 30 of them, whether they're random cocktail names you know, notes about blog posts that I want to write or stories I'm working on. Um, but I've been working on the Delhi Awards, this new one, the second annual, ever since I finished the first one last year. I think it released like the second week of January. Um, I've got seven different dishes written down for my favorite of the year. And I ate a lot of food this year. Seven dishes that are all really incredible. Um, three of them were really kind of the, the top three. But one of them stood out above the rest. Not a crazy dish. It, nothing wild. I'll pull up the menu right here. Charcoal cooked venison in a Thai green curry. This was from the dinner uh, at Everywhere with Chrysalis by S Chef Zach Scher. It is by far my dish of the year. Um, I... Again, there were a lot of great ones that I had. Um, I had some amazing pastas, some amazing other dishes. I had some really complex stuff, some amazing seafood. But there was something about this dish that is just so simple. It was just, I know it's a cop-out, but it was just great cooking. Like, it's just taking good ingredients, not fucking them up, and plating them up. And it was killer. It was just a killer dish through and through. I, I, have, I have nothing more to elaborate on it. Sadly, um, unless he puts it on the menu again at another pop-up, it's not one that I'm, I'm afraid anybody will be able to replicate or enjoy themselves. But I have to give credit where it's due because it was the type of dish that when it's so good, it makes you angry because you may not ever experience it again. And eating this dish, I took the first bite and just looked at him and went, fuck, this is really good. 
And it was. So shout out to Zach Share. His venison dish at his chrysalis pop-up was by far my best dish of the year. What is a food without a drink, though, which is why I also wanted to introduce my favorite drink of the year. Now, this could have been a beer. It could have been a wine. It could have been a cocktail, obviously. But there was one, and I again, anybody who knows me knows that I love to go out and have a good time, drink a lot of great cocktails this year. But there was one in particular that I have got to give it up for. If you have ever been to Vodka, who was the winner, as I said, of my favorite, favorite bar program from last year, then you may have had a drink from Renee Grego. Now, Renee Grego, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing you, girl. Um, I have actually never heard her last name said out loud. I've just always known Renee. Renee made a dish that is my winner, or I'm sorry, a cocktail that is my drink of 2023. And the winner of the Deli Award goes to her for her cocktail, Tutu. Now, why is this cocktail my winner of the year? Well, let's just read in the ingredients real quick. Ming River Baijiao, Never Sink Gin, Passion Fruit Liqueur, Strawberry Syrup, Lemon, Peychaud's Bitters, and Lime Leaf. This was a uh, Lunar New Year cocktail served up in one of the most adorable tiki glasses that I've ever seen, and I'm very fortunate to own two of myself. Um, shout out to the team at Vodka and Broadway for holding those for me because it took me months to pick them up. But this tutu cocktail was phenomenal. Now, if you're not familiar with Baijiao, um, it's a spirit that you don't, let alone see on menus, let alone in cocktails. Okay, Baijiao is a really assertive spirit with a long, storied, wonderful history, but it's not something that a lot of people are familiar with. So to use it in a cocktail, let alone have it be the lead spirit, is awesome. To do it in a restaurant that is predominantly Spanish and tapas in its production of its food and things like that, but to be given that kind of freedom as the bar team is even doper. Oh, hit the button too soon. But it deserves the applause. Because frankly, it wins the award for a reason. It was just delicious. It was well-balanced. It was also provocative. If you're ordering that and you don't know what the ingredients are, you might be in for a trip. But using the Baijiao in that way just makes me so happy. There's so many cocktails out here in Orange County and just worldwide that are just... You know, it's kind of the same old, same old. It's the same old thing. It's the same old spirit. It's the same old base, whatever it may be. So for her to use that spirit in the way that she did, utilize it, extract those flavors, using the gin to kind of pump up some of those herbal notes. I'm always a sucker for passion fruit liqueur. Like, I don't know about anybody else, but if I see passion fruit, I'm kind of going for it. Just that texture that it gives and those subtle flavors. I'm a big fan of it. So yeah, by far, my cocktail of the year is the Tutu at Vodka. Somehow we had crickets in there. That's rude. All right, let's move on to the re uh, returning awards. We will fire through these, I promise. But we're doing a lot better on time. I think it was 30 minutes last year, and that was just with la these upcoming awards. We will get out of here in 30 minutes for this year. All right, Wine Program and Wine Director of the Year. Now, the Dally Award for this one last year went to Allie Coyle over at Fable and Spirit as well. Now, obviously, Allie provides music for the show. Shout out to her. And again, you can take all these awards with a grain of salt if you want to. I thought she really earned it last year. And I think the exact same thing about the person that I'm giving it to this year, which is the one and only Vito Pasquale at Solani's. That's right. The winner of my Deli Award for 2023 for the Best Wine Program and Wine Director of the Year is Vito. Vito... Look, Solani's a steakhouse, right? It's a steakhouse that brings in a certain type of clientele that has certain type of expectations, and it continues year after year to win and well and deserve accolades, wine spectator awards, and more. They are running a killer program down there. 
Um, I was fortunate enough to interview Vito a couple of years ago for a story for the now rest in peace saute magazine, all about kind of the relationship between uh, chefs and sommeliers in front of house, et cetera. Um, he's a super, super, super nice guy, incredibly knowledgeable about wine. I mean, probably one of the smartest people that you could ever hope to talk to about wine, let alone here in Orange County, just anywhere. And his program is truly, truly top notch. Um, what they do down there is just phenomenal. Again, like I said, continually crushing it with Wine Spectator. Um, I think this is, well, they might get mad. I don't know. This might be off the record, but I think that they would go even higher and win like the top award, but it comes down to a square footage thing. Like your seller has to be a certain size. Don't quote me on that. Um, obviously, Laguna is a tiny town, so not a lot of room for expansion. So for them to continually succeed at the level that they do and the level that he does, it's just it's absolutely well-deserved. My Daily Award for Best Wine Program and Wine Director of the Year, Vito Pasquale. Let's talk bars, cocktails. Now, if we're talking bars, there's a lot of different ways that this could go. I grappled with keeping this bar only. I grappled with keeping, you know, do I include restaurant bars or hotel bars? Do I do different categories? I think when it came down to it, sorry, I've got allergies that I'm fighting off while I'm reading all these off. When it came down to it, I thought about just... The best seats, the name seats was, well, it literally was written on a cocktail napkin at a bar, a bar within a restaurant, nothing amazing, just local one drinks out with friends. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to do the deli awards presented by the best seats, then I think that any place you belly up to get a drink counts as a bar within reason, right? Your, your, your weird neighbor's tiki hut outside of his pool doesn't count as a bar. Um, sorry, Ted. But a bar, if you're pulling into a place, you're sitting at the bar, you're drinking at the bar, then it is a bar within contention for winning a deli award, in my opinion. When I think of bars, I think of places that, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of the show Cheers. You want a place that is welcoming. You want a place that is relaxing. You want a place that you can also get a killer drink. You want a place with some characters. You want a place with some character in itself. When I think of bars and the bars that I've experienced over this past year and the people that run them, because it's ultimately the people that make the place, right? I think about wonderful people first. Now, again, a running trend. This is another person that has been on the Best Seats podcast, in this case, twice. But it's a great bar. It's one that whenever I'm in the area, I try to make a point to go to. They're fun. They're vibrant. They do a lot of events. They have a killer cocktail program, killer bartenders, killer staff. The whole place just has a great vibe. And if you haven't picked up on it by now, then let me tell you the winner of my best bar program and best. Well, I'm sorry. The best bar for the 2023 Delhi awards is native son in Santa Ana. Yes. What John Sanchez and his team do up there is nothing short of perfection. It's technically a rooftop bar, which is fun. Added bonus. Great food. They have a killer chef. They do these awesome just like events that are so much fun. There's no expectations. It's very come as you are. It's kind of perfectly, it's a great representation of Santa Ana and kind of the, the direction that that city has taken in some regards. It's right on 4th Street. It's surrounded by everything good and delicious. It's the type of place that, again, if I'm there for whatever reason, I'm stopping by, even if it's just for a hams and a shot. Like, but if you're going to stick around and do some blended drinks or some Negronis or Fernet or Malort, whatever it is, you're going to have fun. I, I can't, I don't need to sit here and ramble about it. What I need you to do is after you're done listening to this episode, go up there, get a drink and see for yourself why my winner of the Delhi Award for 2023 for Best Bar 
his native son. We talked about bars. Let's talk about bartenders. Um, bartender of the year is a tough one for me. Um, anybody who knows me at all or has listened to the show even once knows that a big passion of mine is cocktails, is bars, is bartenders. Um, a lot of them are dear, dear friends. But there was one person in 2023 that really just went above and beyond. Um, this woman not only is incredibly talented behind the stick, she's incredibly creative. She introduced entire pop-up concepts to a very, very, very established restaurant, um, which I'll unload in just a second after I announce her name. She's launching pop-up concepts at other bars. She is also one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. She's a creative muse for me in many, many ways. Again, this, this is why these awards are subjective because my bartender of the year, based on everything that she has done and more, has got to go to Jade Bustamante. Now, the bartender, she can be found down at Broadway, where she is slinging drinks most night, running the bars down there. But she also partnered with her friend Sam, who is another bartender down there. Sam is incredibly talented as well. Shout out to her. They launched Off-Broadway Productions, um, <clears throat> excuse me, which are basically where they're doing these amazing kind of like, I think, I believe it's Thursday nights. They're bringing it back in 24. Um, these fantastically theatrical cocktails. They had one inspired by like ghosts in a Japanese garden that was just this experiential DIY, like surrounded by dry ice and moss, just wonderful cocktail. She's doing pop-ups down at Knuckleheads in San Clemente for her um, Don't Smile Club. She is, I mean, they did a whole like industry Halloween party um, on a Monday night, bringing in DJ and the whole nine yards and transporting that entire restaurant after service into this massive little like speakeasy. She's just fun. Um, Broadway's a very tight-knit little crew right? It's just a handful of bartenders that they have down there and they crush it. Like I said, Sam, the whole team down there, shout out to all of them. But if I got to pick one person for my bartender of the year for the Delhi award for 2023, it is hands down Jade. She deserves it. Um, go get a drink from her. The, the smiles infectious, the personalities there, just an eager, a drive to learn and God, can she make a drink? All righty, we have the final three. From last year, the best new restaurant, bar, business, whatever you want to call it. Um, again, I didn't want to do just one of each. I wanted to really give a shout out to kind of whatever main new business that launched in this year um, kind of as, as deserved. Now, right off the bat, you know, I've this was really, really tough because basically kind of at the time of this recording, right when I'm kind of recording this towards the end of the year, uh, there was a new business that did open that is probably going to take it in 2024, truth be told. Um, but again, they kind of just missed that cutoff about when I was kind of finalizing this. That being said, the winner of this year is incredibly well-deserving of this award. They had it locked up out of the gate, basically right when they opened. The way that they opened was just electric. They've opened an area that um, I don't think, frankly, was expecting it. And they have just come out the door absolutely swinging the food, the drinks, the atmosphere, the goals, the ambition. Well, let's just get it out of the way. Because the winner of the Deli Award for the best new restaurant, bar, business, whatever it may be, is Webb's Grainworks. 
Now, why Webs? Well, first of all, we need to ask them, why Aliso Viejo? This is a sleepy, sleepy suburban little community, and they opened up some 80,000 square foot monstrosity of a restaurant, a distillery, a brewery, Rick House, offices. I mean, if you've not been here yet, you owe it to yourself. Come down like earlier in the day, try to get a sense of the place. If you're industry, see if they can like walk you through the back or anything like that uh, to check out like the distillery and brewery, open air fermenting in house. I mean, this popped up. I mean, and again, you can go back once again. These guys were a guest on the show uh, a couple months prior to opening. I was excited before it because I kind of live down in that region. I was excited to check it out. I mean, shit, opening night took over the whole front parking lot. Common Sense came out and played. There's just no, it's not a subtle place. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And I love it for that. It's got a really underrated food menu. Um, I think the chef they brought in is just crushing it. Her and her team are doing a great job. The bar program helmed together. I mean, the team that Shannon's put together over there, they brought him up from a bar in Dana Point. He's doing a great job. It's got a great sense of community already. A lot of people are really digging it. Their whiskey is in the barrel already. The other spirits that they're putting out. I mean, who the hell launches with an Awamori? No one. They did. It's dope. Their brewmaster is really cranking out some great stuff. And they just have a really candid vibe. It doesn't kind of seem like there's any pretense. You walk in, you're going to have a good time. They want people to have a good time. And I like their approach. They are not trying to be a restaurant first. No, they are a distillery and brewery first who has a restaurant to showcase their products. They're just now starting to land other accounts, so you'll be able to find their products in the wild. But I got to tell you, if you haven't checked it out yet, no one Orange County hasn't seen something like this in a long time, and they have just come out swinging a lot. Again, this is an industry that's very hard to make money. So for them to come out the way that they did, as big as they did, as loud as they did, but with as much respect for the process and the processes of running a proper business, it's freaking awesome. Again, there were some other people that opened this year that were really, really good, but I think if we're going to talk about the best new, because I said, I changed this category up. It's not just the best, best restaurant, bar, business, whatever it may be, because I didn't want to do individual categories, right? Well, the ironic thing, Webb's Grainworks incorporates all that. That is the best new restaurant, bar, business, distillery, brewery, rickhouse, whatever. For 2023 Deli Awards, it's Webb's Grainworks. But... We're going to talk about chefs and best restaurant, which are not intertwined this year. They are two different things, but these are the last two awards. I want to talk about chef of the year first. Um, Zach Scherer took this in last year's Deli Awards, um, but when I think about chefs that have really just crushed it this year, somebody has been, he's not flying under the radar because he gets a lot of well-deserved attention, um, but there's something still about the restaurant that I think people People forget about it, and not in a bad way because it's not forgettable because you go and you eat the food, and you're like, what the what the hell? Why wasn't I here sooner? But it is one of those where you ask somebody, like, again, I get recommendations a lot. I think it's a lot of people in media do. Hey, where should I go? Where should I go? Then you mention this place, and you mention the chef, and they go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. One of the most talented individuals, hardest working, a commitment to flavor and seasonality and, and almost hyper-seasonality to some extent, um, and if you follow me at all, I mean, gave me, I mean, he was one of the, he was the runner up for the best dish also against Zach Scherer's venison dish. But the chef of the year, in my mind, for my Delhi Awards for 2023, out of Lido Bottle Works is Chef Joel Gutierrez. 
super, super nice guy, incredibly talented. Like I said, hyper seasonality, an attention to detail. And for what is really a small restaurant, no knock against him, it just is. It's a small building, just pumping out awesome flavor. I've been in that kitchen. Not a lot of room back there, but they are making it work. And then some, his team is just unrelenting and just, I've never had a bad dish ever. I, I can't say that that often about a lot of places. I've been, I go back to a lot of places. I have a, a dish, whether it's the same dish or a new dish. You're like, ah, this, this was better last time. Or, you know, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I've never had a single bad dish at Lido Bottle Works. Okay. Let that sink in. Now that's obviously a testament to his entire team as well but you still got to give the captain his due, which is why once again, the Delhi award for the best chef of 2023 is Joel Gutierrez. Well-deserved chef. The best restaurant, my pick, my favorite restaurant of 2023. I'm going to tell you who it is right away. And then I'm going to explain why. And I think you are not going to disagree. Because my best restaurant for 2023 is Hammerburger. You might be thinking, whoa, 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 hey, is there's no Michelin stars. It's not date night stuff. That's just, it's, they were a food truck and now they got a building. Okay, well, you could step on a Lego. Let me just, let me, let me feed you baby birds. Let me break it down for you on why Hamburger is the best restaurant of the year. Let's define a restaurant first and foremost, right? It's a place where you want to go eat at, at its core. You are going to be sustained, put some food in your body. When you think about the romantic aspect of it, okay, whatever the hell that, people like me look for when we go out, when we look for those kind of aha moments. Hammerburger is all of that and then some. First of all, let's talk about the fact that this is basically a dream evolution, right? This started as a pop-up in a yard and then a food truck and now a brick and mortar. It has consistently been touted by people as just phenomenal, okay? In the same way that Heritage Barbecue won last year, Hammerburger is a very similar type of story. You have a couple of people that took a very that took a well-known product and all they did was put their spin on it and make it really goddamn good. Hammerburger is not a traditional restaurant, right? You're not you're you're ordering from a counter, you're going to bring your stuff, right? They have a bar if you want to post up, watch some sports, go there for brunch, whatever. They're doing some specials every month. They did hot dogs for one month, they're doing some seasonal stuff. At the end of the day, it comes down to those flatty patties molecularly, they make no sense. That crispy little beef lace that they get, it's like lingerie on a bun. I don't get it, but I freaking love it. Everybody I've sent there loves it. I bring burgers back anytime I'm up in Santa Ana, again, after a quick stop at Native Sun, but everyone freaking loves it. All their food is good, and they're just having fun. They're just a couple of people working hard, chasing a dream, busting their tail, and having fun while doing it. It's exactly what you look for. Great food, great atmosphere, some really well-curated drinks, whether they're beers, things like that. If you're going to a restaurant, you're going to go spend your money, hard-earned money, on a meal, food, drinks, experience. This is the ideal situation. There's no pretense. There's no expectation. There's no nothing. And trust me, the awards are coming. I will guarantee that. Because... You don't get this every day. Look around at the landscape of mediocrity, of places that open that are just 
Yawn. Oh, another one of these. Oh, another salmon Caesar. Oh, another chicken club sandwich. Oh, the same Chardonnay from the same vineyard. Oh, this one big cab. All the menus are the freaking same, right? How many how many restaurants open this year that promise to transport you to Tulum, right? We talked about this on a past episode. There's just, there's so much mediocrity and they just came out and they were like, no, we're just going to do the same shit that we were doing on the truck that everybody loved, except here at a home base now. We can do even more and we got space. It is my best restaurant of the year for the reason of that. It is the best restaurant, in my opinion, for this year. I thought about giving them the best new restaurant. Um, and maybe there were a handful of other people that I obviously consider for this category, as I always do. Uh, they almost went best new restaurant because they technically were a restaurant for this year. But I just really, I really looked at it and I looked at the places that really made me happy this year. And I mean happy, where you just shut the hell up, you put your phone down and you eat, you drink. You don't talk about doing it both. You do it and you enjoy it. I can't tell you how happy Hamburger makes me. I really can't. And maybe it doesn't for you. I don't know. Maybe it won't for you. Maybe you're hearing this and you're like, whoa, you're out of your mind. But hey, they're my awards. So that's why for 2023, for the second annual Deli Awards, my restaurant of the year is Hammerburger. I want to thank all of you for listening, for supporting, um, for being a part of this journey, for being a part of this show. Sorry, I bumped one of the other audio buttons when I was doing that. Um, and for thanking you for being a supporter of this podcast for this year. Um, the 2023, the, the second annual Delhi Awards, this is going to be the last episode for the year. Um, we're going to take two weeks off for the holidays uh, between kind of Christmas, New Year, stuff like that. We're going to hit the ground running. Um, I think the first, second week of January, um, interviews start back up again. We're going right back to it, talking to some of the best hospitality professionals in and around the industry from right here in Orange County and beyond. And 2024 is going to bring a whole new host of great stuff, great new restaurant openings. We're getting some right in the beginning of January, which I cannot wait for. I don't know if I'll add, I might add a handful of um, awards for the third annual Delhi Awards, um, but this might, this this is kind of what I think this kind of final list is going to look like. Again, there's a, there's, I'm never going to do best pizza, best taco, best stuff like that, just because that's way too big. And I would end up leaving out different food groups or different ethnic groups. And I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole. If you like these awards and you kind of like the categories that I picked, uh, feel free to write in, whether it's Patreon, um, send a note through the contact form on thebestseats.com or DM me on Instagram at the best seats or the best seat studios. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback on them. Um, I don't care if you agree with the picks, because like I said, this is a dictatorship and I'm having fun with it. But I do want to thank everybody who supported this year, the show, uh, me personally. Again, this year had some major ups and downs. It had some big back end changes. Uh, frankly, there was there was a short period of time where I wasn't sure if I was even going to continue with this after some kind of fallbacks. But um, I love it too much. And uh, whether there's a thousand of you out there listening, a hundred thousand or just one of you. I want to thank you for your support. I especially want to thank everybody who supports on Patreon. There's going to be some major changes coming to Patreon in the beginning of the year. Um, I'm going to do some major shakeups over there, um, I think, with some of the supporting systems. Um, so just keep an eye out for that, which obviously there will be a lot of posting on that before that happens. Thank you to my advertising partners who have stuck with me for so long. Heirloom Protégé especially. Ashley, can just her support means the absolute world. Everybody who was on and off throughout the year for different events, from Pacific Wine and Food to LA Wine Fest, Desert Wine Fest, all those people, thank you so, so, so much. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed 
the 2023, the second annual Delhi Awards. Um, like I said, I'm not doing a post show for this one. I don't want to do a worst of. Um, I just want to celebrate this one. I think it's a to, to end this year. Um, you know, there'll be plenty of time for humor in 2024. But for now, thank you. Congratulations to everybody that I picked as winners. Um, reach out to me if you want, because I will be making, and I'll be reaching out to them as well. I think I'm going to be making official Delhi Awards this year, which you might see on somebody's back bar or in somebody's restaurant soon. Take care, everybody. I wish you the very best for the holidays. A very happy new year. The best seats, myself, Crawford McCarthy. We'll see you in 2024. Take care. The Best Seats Podcast is an original production of The Best Seats. It is written, edited, produced, and owned by myself, Crawford McCarthy, founder and principal of The Best Seats. It's based in Orange County, California. It is subsidized through generous monthly donations at patreon.com forward slash the best seats. The following are the names of those who subscribed at the highest monthly tier, aka norm status, and allow me to continue producing this show each and every month. As a thank you for their continued support, here are the names. John Sanchez, Paige Reardon, Loco Lipo, Eric Lutz, Morito Norito, Sasha Lyons, Jay Baker, Subtle Bubbles, Burgermeister, It Ain't Easy Being Breezy, Tim Swine, thank you for your support.